You're listening to the Memphis MedCast, a podcast series from Memphis Medical Society. Find out more about our mission and services at mdmemphis.org. Good evening, everybody. Happy to uh, bring you on this program tonight. We've got a really special presentation for y'all. Excited to have the Memphis Medical Society president, Dr. Andrew Watson, with us tonight. Um, he has announced his candidacy uh, for the office of TMA president-elect for 2022, which would mean he would take the um, presidential office in 2023. We're excited to have Dr. Watson with us today. Welcome. Um, uh, thank you so much for your uh, time within Memphis Medical Society and your support of TMA. And I know we're excited in Memphis to be able to support your candidacy. So uh, thanks for joining us tonight. Um, Everybody obviously wants to get to know you a little bit better. A lot of our members know you, but there's maybe some out there who are going to cast a vote that um, don't know you quite so well. So um, I thought we could just start off by you telling us a little bit about yourself. Well, I work as a cardiologist here in the city of Memphis, and I've been here since at least 2005. Before that, I was actually trained as an internal medicine resident as well in the local city, and then came back to start practice here in Memphis. I've been here ever since, and um, I've been uh, with uh, TMA and with the Memphis Medical Society during that entire time period. I've been part of the, the uh, board of directors since 2005, and is currently sitting as the uh, president of the, T of the Memphis Medical Society. In addition, um, I've been on the legislative committee with the TMA for uh, a time period of about eight years uh, up until recently. So. Um, it, it's just, it, I find it's a real important thing to be involved with. My personal interests tend to be uh, fairly varied. Um, I enjoy doing a lot of traveling and entertaining for friends and family. Uh, so. well, that's great. Well, I'm obviously a little bit biased, uh, but I can say for sure, and I think a lot of other people would agree with me, with me that you've done a fantastic job, both in your medical society roles and in your previous roles as uh, a member of the TMA Legislative Committee. So. Uh, but let's let's move into the big job, okay? Uh, being president of TMA is a big job. We all know that. So tell us a little bit about what your key focus areas will be if you're elected as TMA president. Really like to focus on three areas, including better patient care, uh, improving the environment to practice medicine in Tennessee, and then definitely a, a more unified TMA as well. Okay, well, those sound really good. So anybody that's been in and around organized medicine for a while, obviously knows that one of the things that has to occur for you to accomplish those goals, and it's something that TMA is always striving for, is increasing member engagement. So what thoughts and ideas do you have to increase member engagement? Really, I think it's important for us to increase local programming for our members. Um, this goes to directly to solidifying and growing a more unified TMA, uh, which creates a stronger TMA going forward. Um, TMA's best programs are those that engage our local societies, uh, things such as a legislative dinner, which brings our, our legislators and our staff from TMA um, to our membership that they can have one-on-one -on -one contact with them. Another program would be the Day on the Hill, which collects our local leadership and takes those up to Nashville to meet with our legislators. So these programs are really part of the bedrock of, of, of and we need more events like these to bring TMA together uh, at the local level. Our local societies and their uh, leaders are the key to the TMA su success. And we need to continue to use digital and 
online media to support the efforts, but I think it's more important for us to begin to do these events in person and resume these one-on-one -on -one contacts so we can really capitalize on this and, and bring value to the TMA membership. Um, this is what helps cultivate our leaders going forward in the TMA. Well, I think TMA, Memphis Medical Society, and even some of our other component societies throughout the state have proven that we can do safe in-person events. And I think everybody's craving uh, to get us back there, uh, even more so in 2022. Uh, you and I have talked a lot privately about the need to engage residents and young physicians in the organization uh, and our need to really make a focused effort um, on that group of physicians. Uh, in your opinion, what can we do to better prepare them for their careers in medicine? The previously mentioned events are, are go a long way towards building that, and we will need to take a, it a step further and tailor some of those events and create some new events to be tailored toward the young physicians and, res and residents uh, to develop our resources for, for these individuals. Um, with better local and online engagement, also we can make a big impact in assisting the young physicians and residents towards building a successful career down the road and fulfilling the, uh, their obligations and make it easier to be a TMA member and uh, to do business with the TMA. Yeah, we know medicine's always changing and we need those people that are early in their careers to kind of help us navigate what those new modern changes are. And um, I'm personally excited to um, get more involved in that as we um, hopefully move back towards a normalcy next year. Um, you brought up earlier uh, improving the practice environment in the state. So um, how do you propose we improve our efforts around that? We need to continue to strive to increase graduate medical education funding in this state. Tennessee farms out way too many physicians to other states. And Tennessee is substantially underfunded when it pertains to the number of practicing physicians per capita in this state. Another issue, a hot topic button issue, would be the certificate of need, and we need to continue to discuss this strategy and learn how to address it and maybe get rid of it. Yeah, that's definitely um, a statewide theme that we see, especially um, with certificate of need. So I'm curious to see how that plays out. Um, so let's end with really how every physician starts. They get into medicine because they want to take care of patients, and I know one of TMA's priorities and one of yours is to improve uh, patient care throughout the state. So how do you think we're going to accomplish that? Tennessee has an opera, unique opportunity currently to, to increase its influence in the overall public health sector of Tennessee. Um, it's a conversation that should be taking place um, with some delicacy, but I believe a portion of our members want us to do more for public health and developing public health pro uh, policy going forward. How much more should be part of the conversation as well. Um, programs like Project Access is being run for many years uh, by several of our local societies across the state and, and we've now launched this program in West Tennessee as all and this will give us unprecedented relevancy for our increase in practice presence period. Um, we need to build on that presence and continue to exert our influence throughout the state uh, and that will help us benefit our patients in the long term. Well, that all sounds really good. And I don't, I don't know about y'all that are watching this video, but I'm ready to cast my vote. Uh, speaking of that, voting is going to begin on February 1st and uh, last throughout the month of February. Uh, so be on the lookout for instructions from your local society as well as TMA. And we obviously hope that when it's time to cast that vote, that you cast it 
uh, for Dr. Andrew Watson from the Memphis Medical Society. Um, Dr. Watson, before we wrap it up, any parting words you want to leave us with? I just really want to reemphasize that we need to improve our improve the TMA through better and more localized programming while we continue the strong tradition of fierce advocacy for our profession and for our patients. Um, I've recently visited with several of the local societies across the state and would love to visit more throughout the campaign. I welcome the opportunity to speak with anyone or any of the physicians where they practice. Well, that all sounds great. And if anybody out there is interested in having Dr. Watson visit their society, please feel free uh, to reach out to me, whether that's uh, in person or virtually. I know Dr. Watson's happy and eager um, to go visit all of you. Um, Dr. Watson, I want to say congratulations for having a great campaign so far. We've obviously got a couple months to go, uh, maybe a couple more trips um, across the state together. Um, but uh, just really thank you for joining us today and thank you for you know, your eagerness to serve in this capacity. We all know we need great physician leaders throughout this state, and I'm excited uh, to have you representing the Memphis Medical Society, as I know our board of directors and several of our other current and past leaders um, uh, are excited about that as well. That is going to be it for our interview today. Thank you so much uh, for joining us. You're going to be able to learn more about Dr. Watson and his campaign at our website, which is mdmemphis.org. Thanks for listening to this program and thanks for joining us. Have a great evening. Hey, podcasters, thanks for listening to Memphis MedCast. If you've got any ideas for future episodes of the podcast, uh, please send them over to info at mdmemphis.org. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Memphis MedCast, a podcast series from Memphis Medical Society. Subscribe to our podcast anywhere you enjoy listening to podcasts or mdmemphis.org.